Hey everybody, welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast. We have another episode with Adam, owner of Pursuit of Fitness. And man, what a great uh, interview it was with him. I never realized uh, how much he's gone through um, to get to where he is now. You know, as a lifelong athlete, uh, he did wrestling, uh, football. Uh, we even talked about uh, jujitsu. He was he was uh, trained before he opened up his gym, and uh, he never thought his uh, health and fitness as a career opportunity for him. So after his third layoff, he's opened up his uh, gym. Man, it's absolutely awesome. I just went in there and did the interview with him, and he had so many great nuggets. Uh, to say for people who are going to the next level, whether it's in health and fitness or just a career. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and check it out. You're listening to Breakthrough, the podcast that tells the stories of leaders and warriors who turn their setbacks into comebacks. When do you think you first came up with the idea of opening up your, your first gym? Um, I was kind of inspired to open up my own place when I met my buddy Carl Saffron. Um, it was when I was in my personal training school at the National Personal Training Institute. Uh, we took a field trip to his gym. And at the time, I, I knew I wanted to get into the field, but to me, being a trainer meant working in a, in a box gym somewhere or you know going house to house with a box full of equipment, which is what I was kind of doing at the time. Um, we went to my buddy Carl's gym, No Bull Training, and uh, I saw what owning your own facility could be like. I walked in and I saw him there with his kids and with his family, and you know, it was his building and his domain, and he was training people the way his that rules. he wanted to do. Right. And I immediately said, "That's what I want to do." How, how long ago was that? A couple years ago. Uh, that was a little over. That was about five years ago. A little over five years ago. So, what'd you do right after? As soon as you walked in and saw his, what was his name? Carl. Carl. Okay, that's yeah. right. You said it. And when you walked in and you left, did you immediately hop on it, or did you like wait a little bit? I, I knew that that's the direction I wanted to go, and uh, it was only a matter. Of, I, I pretty much started looking for a building at that time. I didn't even have the client base to support it yet. I was just kind of doing stuff out of the park and out of my garage at the time. Um, I had one or two in-home clients that I was going to, um, but it was it became a clear picture that that's what I wanted to do. And yeah, I started looking for space, you know, earlier than I than I should have. It wasn't. I don't. I wouldn't recommend anyone go the route that I did. And, you know, <laughs> open a space before you have the clients to support it. But I, I knew there was something there, and there was something to it. But what do you think is different about your gym than all the others? I mean, I walk in. I think this is like it's just a dope spot. First off, and I'm pretty sure you have an amazing culture, which I can't wait to come to one of your classes. <laughs> but what do you think separates you from all the other ones? Uh, culture is a big, big thing. Um, I, I think building a place where there's no egos. Um, you know. You, People can come in here and feel comfortable. They know they're going to be challenged, but that they're not going to be judged. Um, you know, I know there's other gyms that claim the judgment-free zone, but uh, I, I think culture's big. Um, we, we have standards. You know, we know what's expected of you here, and it, it's you know you're going to be challenged, but you're not going to be judged. It's, it's kind of the way I like to look at it. No, uh, what is the class usually like? Is it like cardio-based, weightlifting? Is it a mix of everything? A little bit of everything. I like to say we do adult strength and conditioning. Cool. Um, we're not CrossFit. We're not, you know, functional fitness kind of became a key term. You know, one of those catchphrases that people are throwing around. I guess, you know, we would maybe lean a little bit more towards that side. But we do three days of strength training, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're basically strength-focused. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and then our Saturday group class is a little more up-tempo, conditioning, cardio, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're still throwing around some weights on those days too, though, just 
more about getting the heart rate up, getting breathing heavy than, than the strength side of things. What do you think is the best part of a class? How do you know when people leave here, like, like, damn, that was amazing? Is it the energy? Is it? Is you can, it... I, I get the feel for, for the energy. Yeah, um, Saturday mornings especially, I, I leave here on a high. Um, you, you get the energy going. Sometimes it takes a little while for people to get into that groove, but I, I know pretty typically once, especially Saturday mornings, because sometimes I won't know how many people are showing up to a class, and I have a vision set up of what we're doing that day, and and nine times out of ten it just gets flowing and it gets going, and, and it's the energy's there, and, and I always say you can't help but come in here and, and feed off of each other and, and want to push yourself and do better. Uh, how, how do you know when somebody's doing really well? Is it when they change the way they do their workouts? Is it coming in with more energy? How do you know when someone's making progression as, as a coach? Um, aside from the obvious things of seeing you know, them moving more weight, um, I like to hear people's stories of when they, they realize that Oh, I couldn't do that a month ago. So, like, I what I always point out when people get frustrated when they can't do something. But the first thing I always tell them is, we're going to laugh about that in a few months from now. And most of the time, that happens, and, and that sticks in their head because when they do that down the road, oh, I remember, I remember when I couldn't do that, and now it's easy. That that's I, those are some of my favorite moments. What is the best part about being a coach? Um, changing lives. I mean, it's it's cliche and sketchy but it, it, it's true I, I, and I, I'm I'm realizing it more and more and I'm, I'm I like to consider myself pretty humble and I, I don't I'm just kind of starting to see maybe you know the impact that, that coaches do actually have you know it's there's you know sometimes especially when I, when I first built this I kind of got in here and it's like all right what's next well how, how you know I was hyping up the move into here and, and I felt kind of I almost felt unfulfilled when, when, when we got in here because it was like I was the build up to, to, to opening this new gym and then it opened and it's like, what now? And then I started seeing, really looking at people changing and, and that's that's why I got in, you know, that's, it's there. You see it, it's, it's right in front of you. You can't deny that, that it's happening. Well, what do you think was the most recent or best moment you had that high moment as a coach? Was it opening up this place? Was it a certain class or a certain person? I'd have that? to go not only as far back as Saturday for that when, when we just had 46 people dominating Spartan Race. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Bank Park. Um, we went from four people our first year four years ago to about 10 people the second year and maybe 25 to 30 the year before and then we had 46 people out there on Saturday. And to hear people say beforehand how scared they were and how they were second-guessing themselves and then to hear everyone say afterwards how much fun it was and how well trained they felt um, you know people coming in today saying that they're not even really that sore like that just shows that not only is the training working but that, that people are buying in to it and and having fun doing it um, so Saturday was, was awesome that was definitely my most, most recent high as a coach, for sure. I think it's so cool how like your concept, the way you train people here, which I've never been to a class to, but so many people talk about you. It's it's sweating more in here and bleeding less at war. So like going to a Spartan race, that was easy for you guys. That just yep. shows how great of a coach you are and what kind of culture you guys have. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big believer in, in setting goals and, and putting in the work to accomplish those goals. I mean, hence pursuit fitness. I believe that you should always have something you're working towards, whether, you know, whether it's a race or whether it's a, a specific event or whether it's, I want to lose five pounds or I want to get to the gym four days a week. I, I, that's, that's kind of a philosophy behind us is, is setting a goal. And that most of the time when people hit that first goal and they feel that, that delayed gratification feeling, 
they're all, they're all okay. What's next? They they buy into the mindset. Mm-hmm. How'd you come up with the name, by the way, for Soup? Uh, well, our original gym, uh, which was a mile or so down the road, was called POH Personal Training, which stood for Pursuit of Happiness. Um, that was kind of an idea I came up when I was first first building uh, my business and, and opening the first gym, um, and then we just kept the pursuit part and and really focused on that of that idea of being in pursuit of something and, and having a goal in mind. What do you think is the next level for you? What's the what's the big vision for you that's next? I mean, you have the new place, you have amazing people, you're doing Spartan races. What's the next big level for you? Um, just keep growing. That's um, one step at a time. Um, I don't wish any ill will towards my neighbors, but if one of these walls were to come down in the next few years, we get a little bigger. <laughs> <It's cool. laughs> I mean, um, no, I, de- I definitely see us growing. We're going to be bringing on some more coaches soon. Um, Incorporating some other cyber classes, some things that I haven't quite announced yet, but uh, we got some things on on the horizon that are they're going to keep us fresh and, and uh, you know keep us growing in the fitness industry. Oh, what do you think made you so successful? I know most people wouldn't just you know get a place and have little clients, but what do you think made you what you are today? What made you so amazing? What you um, a drive, I, you know. I, I, I'm pretty stubborn that when I get an idea in my head, I'm gonna make it work somehow. Um, I was lucky enough to get some of the best clients in the world. They just, you know, they they bought into what we're doing here, and they are happy to tell their friends and their family. And um, you know, words just kind of traveled that way. I, I I've been lucky. Um, I, like I said, again, I wouldn't suggest anyone go the business route that I did. It wasn't. You know, I didn't have a business plan or anything like that. I just had a a strong feeling that it was going to work and surrounded myself with the right people to make it work. Mm-hmm. Who did you surround yourself with? Did you have any specific people or do you, if somebody were to try and become a version of you with just your mindset, not even the gym portion, mm-hmm. how would they need to do that? What team would they need? What would they need to do? You need people that, that are going to challenge you, um, not people that are going to tell you everything you want to hear. Um, I, when I, I, people that are going to challenge you and, and, push you towards something and but and you know not just tell you what you want to hear towards that and also tell you maybe what you're working towards isn't the best idea at this time or you know people that are going to give you real genuine advice um, and that was key when I was opening this I, I surrounded myself before I before I even opened my first uh, gym before I opened POH I made a point to go and spend a week or two with several other gym owners that I know um, and just kind of pick their brain and, and I've they've you know, I, I refer to them, a group of them as my mentors, kind of, you know, they, I can call them up now and still, you know, pick their brain on something or, um, it's, basically I kind of knew, if, if I, basically not stole what they're doing, but kind of mimicked what they're doing, I, I, I couldn't fail. I knew my heart was in it and I knew that this was what I wanted to do. Here's some people that are successful at it already. There's no reason I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's crazy. I guess I still come to mind how you just got the space first, and, and again, the space is so cool. Uh, what do you think is the best part about your class? Is there a specific moment that you're looking for? Is it a workout? Is it like that high peak? I think moment? Keep, keeping it fresh is good. I, I hear a lot of people say that oh, you know, no two classes are ever the same, and I always kind of smirk when I hear that because they really are. I mean, it's, there's really basic movements that we do. You know, we squat, we push, we pull, we hinge. I just manipulate those in little ways that people think it feels different. They think they're doing something different all the time, and we're really not. It's like disguised um, repetition. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I, I think that's what kind of keeps people coming back. 
Um, I've heard people say at other gyms how they you know, either get bored or don't feel challenged enough. Uh, I keep it fresh, I like to think, but I'm also not going to – I'm going to make sure you're challenging yourself. And if you're not, then I'm going to challenge you. Um, so. Would you ever shave the beard? Would I ever shave the beard? I was close. <laughs> I, I had put it out there. I knew you had to post that. If, if we hit 60 people for the Spartan, I was going to shave my beard. Um, I'm not going to lie and say I'm glad we you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> upset did. that we didn't, but 59 would have been awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, would I? Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I, I hate shaving. That's really the reason I started it. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I left the corporate world and was a suit and tie guy for years and had people telling me that I, I think at my last job it was one three-eighths of an inch or some, some random number that that was the facial hair we could have. Mm-hmm. And, I don't mind. You can't have any. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I hate shaving and I hate people telling me what I have to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have your own yeah. culture like that. Uh, how important is, is goals to you? Very. Very. Uh, me, personally, I always have to be working towards something. Um, my girlfriend will tell you that I, I'm not myself if I'm not. I, I need to be working towards something. Um, and, and I think it's important for other people. Like I said, whether it be a specific event, like a race or something, or or a specific pant size they want to get down to, or, or weight. You know, I'm not a huge believer in, in stepping on the scale every day. But I think an, an actual attainable goal to work towards is key. Um, not some, you know, arbitrary goal that, you know, I, want, I hope to do this someday. No. What can you actually do? Was it, is it measurable? Is it obtainable? Um, I, I think it's real important. But what was the scariest part about jumping in, you know, head first into the fitness industry and having your own, your own gym? Um, did, you, did you have any scary moments at all, or were you just enjoying the honestly, ride? Honestly, no. I, I, I you just knew? I did. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I, I mean, I have my moments still sometimes where, you know, you second-guess things, or there were, there were times, not recently, but there were times in the other gyms within the, in the last year or two at the other spot that, I, I would question myself whether I was doing things right or whether it was the right decision, but big picture, no. For some, it, it's always felt that you know that failure wasn't an option. Was, was kind of what I told myself. And if you were to talk to somebody who, let's say, who's my age, who's 21, 22, 23, and is is kind of confused on what they want to do, did you have any advice for them? Whether it's hey, just if you if you love something, just go for it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they. It's again, it's cliche, but if if it. If you can go to work and it doesn't feel like work, then you're doing something right. Um, you know, I, I still tell people now that you know it's not as quite as true. Now this has become more popular, but I've been saying for years that I make a lot less money for a lot more hours than I used to. But I get up at four in the morning and go to work, and I'm genuinely happy to go to work. Now, how many people can say that they get up at four o'clock on a Monday morning and are excited to start their day? Yeah, nobody can. I can, and and I, that that to me is is priceless. Would you guys have another Spartan race coming up? Uh, we don't have a Spartan race coming up. We have what's our next big group event? Uh, we have some people doing the Atlantic City Marathon and half marathon. Uh, we don't have any big group events coming up though. Although there is something I haven't told my clients about in mid November at another friend's gym. But uh, no, we don't have any big group events. Chili Run, Chili Run in January is a two mile race. We have a bunch of people doing that. You guys do triathlons or just races? Funny you should ask. Uh, I'm just curious. Now. I, I've been saying for a while that I want to do triathlons, and, and my team was actually, the, the members here at the gym were just nice enough over the weekend to surprise me with some gift certificates to buy a bike. Nice. Um, so it's, it, it's awesome. It's one of those things that I 
probably would have talked about for a while and never gotten myself a bike. You know, I probably would have bought another brother or something for the gym instead rather than buying myself something. So mm-hmm. um, now I'm going to be, again, we'll talk again in a year and I'll be a triathlete. <laughs> nice, and, nice. And hopefully some people will follow. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some triathletes in here and, and that's kind of given me the push to, to go for it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's always so hard but so amazing at the same time for someone like you, the leader, to set the tone for everybody else. That's a lot of pressure on you, but if you're able to set the example, you yeah. know, what a great feeling that is. I, I have to be. I mean, like I said, I need to be in pursuit of something, too. And what would I, you know, I, I, how much of a hypocrite would I be if I wasn't out there challenging myself? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, not only do I need it for myself, but I, it's definitely important for the clients. Um, it was not, you know, on a Saturday, I woke up to a message from a guy who I used to work with years ago. I haven't seen him or spoke to him in years, but to hear him say that, you know, my posts and the stuff that I'm doing are motivating him, and he's, he's made an amazing transformation in his life. He's lost over 100 pounds. Uh-huh. Um, to wake up to that on Saturday morning was awesome before before my race. Uh, that was that was cool. So it's it's things like that that I sometimes I think I'm maybe I'm not making a difference, and I hear little things General like that. Reminder. It's like wow, you know, the, the things I do, do, you know, I guess they do make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good feeling. I was always you know, told, you know, instructors teach and instruct, but coaches change people's lives. Yeah. You know, so it's always nice, to, you know, being at the top and set the example to hear that. Again, you know what you're doing was, it is nice. was right. Yeah. Uh, my last question for you was this: that's that's so cool how you mentioned that you were teaching people in a park in a garage. What made you know and believe in that feeling that it was going to work out? Is it was it? Did you have a routine to remind yourself it was going to be all right? Did you just have this gut feeling? Was it a person? It really was just a gut feeling. And the first couple times, I, like you mentioned, I started out at the park and I I would literally I had a handwritten sign that said free workout and I would. People that were walking or jogging and say, come on, take a few minutes, come try this out. And the first couple times that I would get people to come and try it out and they'd have a smile on their face and they were liking it and then they'd come back again. Mm-hmm. And they'd come back the next week. Now, there's something to this. Nice. There's, there's something to this. Um, and for the, very unlike me too, because I, I'm more, I kind of lean a little more on the, people might say pessimistic, I like to think realistic side of things most of the time. But with this, somehow I knew that, that this was going to work. I've, I've known in my gut from the beginning that, like I said, failure wasn't an option with this. Who's on your dream team? Uh, this is my last question. Who would you like to thank You know anybody to that helped you get to where you are right now? Barry Fritz, Carl Saffron, Tom DeVitro, Derek Gardner, Travis Poland. There's probably a few I'm missing. Um, my loyal clients that have been here from day one, anyone rocking that? Founded 2015 on the back of their sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, but no, there's definitely there's people that have steered me into this. I, I wouldn't be here without some, especially those people that I needed in the beginning. They're, they were all my fitness instructors in the beginning, and kind of, I like I said, I still lean on them to this day, and um, not only for you know networking and, and talking co- talking shop, but uh, just for culture and and everything business related. Cool, cool. Well, again, thanks for your time, Adam. You were the man. My pleasure, Phil. Thanks, bud.